Hey everybody and welcome back to this week's episode of Beyond Study Abroad, the official Notre Dame Study Abroad podcast. This week we sit down with Nayla Gross and talk about her experience in Rwanda this semester, as well as her advice preparing for your semester abroad. Hi guys, my name is Nayla and I am a current senior chemical engineering major and I am studying in Kigali, Rwanda. And I got here in September and it's a program based on the 1994 genocide against Tutsi where we study the background and the effects that it had on the Rwandan population. Um, and it's broken up into two pieces, one with the first half being more of a educational experience and the second half being a experiential experience with uh, through research or internships and things like that. So, yeah. That sounds super fascinating. Um, if you wouldn't mind, I'd love to hear a little bit about your journey, um, like how you chose Kigali uh, and the Kigali program, as well as just study abroad in general. So I've been a travel junkie all my life. Um, I started going to Africa when I was really young by myself. Um, I would go and do volunteer things. I taught surfing in South Africa as a California native. Um, it's one thing I love to do. Um, and I also taught math. Um, being a STEM nerd, it was very fitting. Um, I also, I've been to Uganda and Morocco and all sorts of different places. And um, as well as all around Europe too. And I love Africa because um, the community aspect, I never quite experienced a community uh, that focused so much on relationships and just like neighborship uh, in my life. And so I kind of got addicted when I first uh, when I first experienced it. So yeah, um, Africa attracted me at first. And um, the ability to do research on this particular program in Rwanda for half a semester was also very, very enticing. I uh, do research back at Notre Dame. And so um, it's always something that I've loved to do. Um, I also really like this program just because it's uh, given me a lot of freedom to sort of make my own experience. You know, I can, I have my weekends off and I can go around Rhonda and um, the community engagement portion is, is special here, I think, um, especially living, being out in the villages and, um, you know, especially with the community portion I was talking about earlier, it's, it's, you kind of are forced into it. So, yeah. That's incredible. And it sounds like it's a really unique program and experience that you're not going to really get anywhere else. And I, I also want to talk a little bit more. You talk a lot about community engagement and I've actually heard that you work in a local school. And so I was wondering if you could tell us a little about that experience and how that community engagement kind of comes into play there. Yeah. Um, so I do. Uh, when the research portion started, I actually was able to take um, a lot of my uh, subjects that I, that I do research with, they are only available on the weekends. So my, I was able to take three days a week to go teach math and science in a small village outside of Kigali. Um, and I get up at about 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock every morning to catch the bus to the village. It's called uh, Rutonde. And um, <laughs> the bus is always an experience. There's always someone's yelling at someone or, you know, they're, they're, they're wondering who I am and why I'm on the bus or, you know, someone, one time someone actually spilled their tomatoes all over me. Um, it, was, it was quite the experience, but um, yeah, the bus is uh, a great place to meet people and, and locals, uh, meet locals in Rwanda. But um, 
so I get to the school and like I said, I teach math and science to P4, P5, and P6, which is equivalent to fifth, sixth, and seventh grade, I think. Um, and yeah, so I go, yeah, I go three times a day. And uh, I also, I'm a part of the little debate club on Wednesdays and we play soccer whenever we get the chance. It's great to try and get the girls out there. Uh, they're not really used to being included in sort of male dominated areas um, of the school. So it's, it's wonderful to see them playing. Um, and I played soccer when I was younger. So um, they're always, all the boys are always quite surprised when, <laughs> when we kick the ball or something. <laughs> But, you know, the school is, it's amazing. And um, it's been a highlight. Like I, like I mentioned earlier, the flexibility of my schedule just allowed me to, you know, go and, and volunteer. And, um, you know, I, you go to volunteer, but I think most of the times I, 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 I've gotten more out of it than I think I've given. So it's a wonderful thing. <laughs> that is a really unique experience, and like very different from what a lot of people are going to get when they go abroad. I do want to shift gears a little bit, though. Um, obviously you're in a very foreign country and a very like a different environment. I want to know if you had any concerns prior to your semester abroad. Um, and if so, how'd you overcome those concerns? Because again, I know it's a very different program, very different maybe experience. And so just how'd you prepare? Yeah. Um, well, first of all, COVID was um, quite the topic before I left. Um, Delta really kind of hit Ron. Actually, Ron has done really well uh, with uh, COVID. I think they have right now like 19 average cases a day and they're great. We all get tested once a week. Pretty much everyone in Kigali gets tested very, very often. Um, masking is huge. You go, you mask indoors, you mask outdoors. Um, there's this thing that the, the police say that if they get you without their mask, your mask on, they'll throw you in the stadium for a night. So everyone wears their mask. Although sometimes I hear the stadium is quite the party. Um, <laughs> But no, so COVID really, it hasn't been a problem. You know, um, I think being in a warm climate as well um, has really helped. You know, I know you all are dealing with the cold and I'm over here, it's 80 degrees. <laughs> I don't know how I'm gonna deal with coming back to school. But um, yeah, no, so COVID was something, but you know, you just, you follow the guidelines and and um, it, was, it was very, very easy. The other thing that kind of a little, I went maybe concerned about um, as a chemical engineering major, I'm used to taking classes like physical chemistry and differential equations and, you know, things like that. Uh, but here uh, it's been pretty much all humanities class. Oh, I don't say pretty much, it has been all humanity classes. Um, and I knew that we would do a lot of experiential things. So um, taking history, taking history courses and hearing about what happened is one thing. Uh, we've been to many genocide memorials where um, you know, I will go to the mass graves where 45,000 people are buried. Um, you know, they hold the clothes of the victims. I mean, it was a million people were killed in 100 days. So it's, um, there's a lot to, to showcase. And um, there was one memorial, Murambi, that I knew we were going to go to. And they actually preserved the bodies of the victims. So it's, um, you know, it was really, really hard to see the faces of people who had been murdered brutally. Um, but uh, I leaned on the people in my program. You know, I'm the only Notre Dame person in my program. Um, so I, I, you know, the, the six people in the program right now, we're all very close. So I leaned on them and we talked a lot about it. I leaned on my um, 
teachers who are here. Um, you know, I was able to call my parents every once in a while and tell them and my twin sister too. <laughs> um, and yeah, I also, I journal quite a bit as well, which uh, helps. But I think for, in terms of worrying beforehand, I would say don't worry until you actually get there and uh, don't worry until something's actually wrong. And then, you know, you deal with it as it comes. There's always a solution. And especially the Kigali program, it's amazing, amazing, like support system here that just they're with you every step of the way. So, yeah. <laughs> I know that we've talked before in the uh, podcast about other students experience this kind of like, like, you know, tangible touch of like really traumatic history. And it's hard, like being able to like walk through these physical spaces where atrocities have been committed. But in terms of like concerns for the semester, that's a really great way to, I think, approach it. We talked about that in a mental health episode actually last week. Gonna have to plug that a little bit. But um, yeah, like there's all these great communities around you and your study abroad programs. And going off of that, since I know you went to rural Africa, um, what was the part of your, well, I guess, did you have a communication plan to stay connected with your friends and family back home? You talked about it a little bit, but was that something you had to be concerned about or that you had to really kind of make a game plan for? Yeah, so um, I just kind of laughed a bit. So have, having been to Africa quite a few times beforehand, I knew what the situation was going to be like, um, but a lot of people have this sort of stigma about Africa, you know, I feel like on, on you know, you see the UNICEF commercials and you see, you know, what you hear is, is, is not quite what you see when you get here. So Kigali as a city, some, so I'm from San Francisco. Sometimes I'm walking through the city and I feel like I'm in San Francisco. This morning I woke up and I literally had no idea where I was because I just heard these, all these cars going past on the roads. And like, there are real roads. Like Ron is a little different from the rest of the countries in Africa, but um, it's quite developed. Um, so in terms of the phone, like connecting with my with my parents, um, it was easy. I, I just got a SIM card and and I've been able to like WhatsApp. A lot of people use WhatsApp. Uh, it's pretty easy. Um, sometimes I'll call and it's my Rhonda number shows up on their phones and they don't answer because they're like, who the heck is calling me? But um, we've gotten through those humps. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's been great. I use email a lot too. I feel like a grandma when I use email and I'm like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> like, um, but yeah, no, it's, uh, I've been able to talk. Uh, my twin sister and I are really close. So we talk pretty much every day on WhatsApp. Um, and like I said, if there's ever a problem, I, I just go to the, the program directors and, you know, we, we sort it out quickly. Uh, it's interesting. I have to pay for my data while I'm here. So there are these people that they wear like yellow vests. So they just stand on the corner and, and then I pay them. And then I tell them my number in Kenya Rwanda. Um, you have to learn the language here too. It's uh, quite the adventure, Kenya Rwanda. But um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's been easy. And um, like I said, having been to Africa before, I kind of knew what was going on, but I feel like anyone who hasn't been to Africa before, they might be worried, you know, that there's not no cell service or anything, but like I said, it's it's quite industrialized and it's it's easy to um to get contact with other people. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad it's been easy. I'm glad it's been you know not too much of a struggle to stay connected. Shifting gears a lot now. Um, <laughs> I'm just kind of curious now. You sound like you've done a lot of really cool, interesting, fun stuff. I want to know what's your favorite part of the semester been so far. Oh, my favorite part. That's hard. So we went to Akagera Game Park, 
which um, we saw a lion. Like I really, I've been on a couple of, I've never, I never see lions. It's the game parks are amazing. Like the safaris, like it's, it's an experience you can't get anywhere else. Just, you know, seeing a pack of elephants roll by and you're just like, whoa. <laughs> um, but I think I would also say um, just Rhonda is the most beautiful place I've ever been. It's called the land of um, a thousand hills. And there are these small moments that I get on the bus to school in the morning. And it's like the sun is coming up and um, the, the hills are the mountains actually, cause they're really, I'm actually, I'm at like Denver elevation right now. So they're like mountains in the back. They're just, and there's so many of them. Um, and you know, so the sun's like peeking up and it's, it's straight out of a like picture book. Like I swear it's, it's the most beautiful things. And it's, it's those little moments that I get that I'm just like, this is perfect. Like this moment right here, I'm going to remember for the rest of my life. So I think that would probably be my favorite, my favorite part. I mean, like the monkeys are super cool. I'll be at the gym and the monkeys will run by and I'll be like, oh my God, or, you know, like some, something cool happens. Those are all like, it's hard to choose, but I think, yeah, those small moments. <laughs> I actually really love that answer. I feel like people don't appreciate those like small kind of like fleeting moments mm -hmm. enough. Like I know if like here, obviously not Rwanda or anything, but like the sunset here, <laughs> like I'm always like, wow, damn, that's, amazing <laughs> like I'm just gonna watch it for a second yeah but, um yeah so moving on though you mentioned that you were the only one from Notre Dame on this experience on the study abroad experience so how did that impact uh your time there and I guess do you have any advice for any future students who would be traveling alone to their study abroad destination yeah um I actually kind of saw it as an opportunity to branch out more um I feel like if if I went in uh with other Notre Dame students, I would probably gravitate more towards them. Um, but I feel like it was an opportunity for me to really get like vulnerable with the people here. Um, and I, I'm a pretty bubbly person already. So I was quick to just, to just create these new friendships and, um, you know, learn a lot about them, learn a lot about myself actually. Um, and so I, if I were to give any advice, I would say, don't be nervous. Uh, think of it as an opportunity just to to really branch out and you know if you're not if you're not a really bubbly person like if you if you're a little bit more shy then take your time like it's on your timetable so and it's your it's your experience broad it's what I've keep saying to myself you know every time I hit a bump in the road or something like this is what you make it so you know if you want to redefine yourself and and kind of branch out then go for it these people don't know who you are. <laughs> so yeah, no, that's what, I, that's the advice I would give. I mean, that's very true. I mean, I think study abroad is a great opportunity to like try out a, not a new version of yourself, but just like put on a different hat, be like, Hey, this is, this is who I am now. Exactly. But, um, yeah. We talked a little bit about that kind of road bump and challenge and obviously elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> this semester has been a lot like really challenging because of COVID. Um, so we talked a little bit about that before, but how did you manage your mental health and self-care um, as well as just your game plan for the semester while you were dealing with this reality of what's going on with COVID? Yeah. Um, so like I mentioned earlier, Rana has had a very different um, response to COVID than the United States. Um, so if the government says you're going to do this, then everyone does it. Um, 
And so it's been, it's been interesting. I spent all summer at Notre Dame, you know, and we weren't wearing masks and everyone was vaccinated, but here it's been a totally different story. So it's been, um, it's been kind of difficult, but I think just keeping calm in situations that, or at least making yourself keep calm in situations that, um, like there was one time I thought I had COVID. And so, you know, I just texted my uh, academic director and, she, you know, she sent me to go get a COVID test and it ended up being negative, which was phenomenal. But um, yeah, I think just leaning on those support people who are there to help you, you know, like we have a student advisor person who um, her only job is to make sure that we're doing okay. And so taking those times to actually, you know, maybe sit down with people who are there to help you and asking yourself, you know, am I okay? Am I doing okay? Um, and then also, I think knowing yourself, like, like I said, uh, when, when I went to the Murambi um, genocide memorial, and, you know, I remember looking at the faces of these people who had been like, you know, beaten with machetes and, you know, children. And it was, it was horrific. Like in those, those images, they just, they shocked me. Um, and so you only, you know, especially in a, being abroad, I think, um, you know, telling people that are across seas or something like that, there's only so much they can understand because you're the one who's actually seeing it and they're just hearing about it. Um, and so I think knowing yourself, like I know that it's, it's I, I can journal and that kind of helps me organize my thoughts and it organizes my feelings and, and I can understand what I'm feeling. And then, you know, if I'm still feeling some type of way, then I, you know, go to my academic director or I, or I talk to my friends about it uh, in the program too, because they're also, they've also seen it, you know, I'm, they were also very um, disturbed. <laughs> so um, yeah, I guess you just got to know yourself and you got to know who you can lean on. And, um, and I made sure that I knew that before coming in for me, that's my twin. Um, and so we were able to, you know, talk sometimes when, I'm feeling, and everyone hits the the sort of the bump in, in the middle of program where you're just kind of tired and you're like, oh man, like for me, I was like, I just want like a working shower. Like that's all I want, <laughs> you know? And it was just this, this thought that kind of wiggled its way into my mind. And I was like, you know, just thinking about it constantly. And then, you know, you just got to bring yourself back and be like, okay, I have a lot right now. And, and this is what I'm not going to focus on. Instead, I'm going to focus on the fact that, you know, I get to hang out with, you know, kids three days a week who just are the most brilliant minds. And I also get to do this research that I just love and I'm trying to make an impact on the world, you know, things like that. Instead of, you know, having a shower, I'm going to get a shower, you know, in two weeks or whatever, and it's going to be great. <laughs> I really love that entire answer. A lot of like, I think also like- Sorry tangible... if I focus too much on the shower part. No. I'm really excited. <laughs> That's actually perfect. It's perfect. It's like, it, it, I think people don't realize the small things that you're going to miss when you travel and you're like away from home. And it's like, yeah, you fixate on it. You're like, God, like I know here, I'm like, I just want chicken. That's not burnt. Like I just yeah. don't want burnt chicken. <laughs> like, it's like, I get it. Um, I think you give a lot of really like tangible, actionable things for people to do like journaling. Like, that's great. That's like, like a lot of people don't have the thought like oh like I'm in charge of what's going on up here I can just like write it down and kind of help myself mm -hmm. contextualize and understand it. so that's I mean that's great I wanted like ask as well is there anything that like before you went abroad 
that you didn't know about the program or just, I know you've been to Africa a couple of times, but just like, is there anything you didn't know before you traveled in this program that you wish you had known? An easy answer would be, I wish I would have known that I could have brought goldfish in my suitcase because that would have been a game changer. Um, in terms of the program though, I wish that, um, I wish that I knew more about the, uh, the genocide before I came. Uh, not that I hadn't done any reading beforehand, but um, it would have been helpful, especially to sort of understand um, or at least our field visits. So one thing that we get to do is we get to meet survivors and they'll tell you, you know, their stories and it's incredible. We also meet perpetrators who have just gotten out of jail um, and they tell us their stories about how they killed people. Um, and so I, I, I knew those things sort of like when they would hand me the schedule. So it would have been, um, you know, just knowing that you're gonna face those things and um, you're gonna face those things and, and that you can make a game plan before if you're that type of person or you can just kind of go with it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great program. I honestly, all the things that surprised me, I kind of just, they were just overshadowed by all the like amazing things that I've done. So uh, yeah. I'm glad that you had an experience that wasn't like blindsiding you the entire time. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And um, I, we're, we're getting to the, the kind of the end here. Um, so before we wrap up, I just wanted to know, is there anything that you'd recommend to the spring 2022 students as they're getting ready to go abroad? Go have the time of your lives. Don't let your fears or um, like initial judgments of where you are, like stop you from actually experiencing, um, you know, the country that you're in. I think that sometimes we get too caught up in thinking about, you know, the bad things. Like I said, it's like they just kind of, they can worm their way into your head and that's all you think about. But enjoy where you are. And I think part of the experience is the great things, but also the bad things too. And so make sure, you know, you have an open mind and you can learn from those things. Cause I think the greatest thing about studying abroad is that it, it broadens your world, your worldview, and it opens your mind to things that you never thought that you would have been interested in or, you know, think about. So yeah. And I hope you guys have an awesome time. <laughs> That was a great pitch for study abroad. But um, again, yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you uh, for taking the time out to talk to us. Oh, yeah, I'm you, glad you, I could you... be the person. Thank you all again for listening in to this week's episode of Beyond Study Abroad, the official Notre Dame Study Abroad podcast. We'll be gone for winter break, but tune in next semester as we talk about sustainability while abroad. Hope you all have a great holiday break and tune into our social media pages as well as our storytellers takeovers of our Instagram page. See y'all after the break.